G'day ladies and gentlemen, I'm the Lazy Layman. Today we're going to be talking about Apple indicators, some urban slang, and to finish it all off, an obligatory top 10. First off the rank is Apple. Now Apple came out recently with a thousand dollar monitor stand, which I think really epitomizes the company and its customers. I mean, who wants or needs a thousand dollar monitor stand? It's just absurd. But there are people out there who are going to buy it, I'm sure. And it's just, it's what Apple does. They release these overpriced, not really practical objects, and people still rush and buy them. And I'll tell you why they do that because of the status. The status that comes along with running a pro an Apple product, it is, it's just the whole, the whole business is built on this premise of status. That's why phones are released so often. They use the status they've built within society to peer pressure their customers into buying the latest model. Even though the only thing that's different is maybe some extra pixels in the camera, some extra storage space, if even that. And to capitalize on this sort of status of built even further, they made it nearly impossible to allow their devices to interact with non-Apple branded products. And even if you have a non-Apple branded product that does or is compatible with your Apple phone, your status drops. You drop a rung because you might have the phone, but you don't have the watch or the earbuds. So you're not on that level someone who has Apple. It's like, to use an analogy, it's like they force you into a little gated community of Apple users. All the Apple users go into this gated community and every year or so they up the rent on your little Apple house by introducing a new phone. And you have to buy it to keep that star symbol or else you're kicked out of the gated community. And it's just absolutely ridiculous. I mean, why? Why do we do this? It's just, it's gone crazy and I just, I cannot believe it. But, how can we fix Apple? Well, the easiest solution is to stop paying the increases in rent, to continue my great analogy, until they actually make physical improvements the house, not just cosmetic ones, not making the phone slimmer, not making it shinier, actually improving the phone. Another fix is to just cut them off together, just walk out of that gated community and down like an Android lane or Windows walk, and then and then you're free, you're free of that worrying about that status, want to have to get the latest thing. And Android has led technological innovations in mobile phones for a long time now, and usually at a much cheaper price. Like for example, a few years ago, Apple was boasting about its splash protection, and more recently its water resistance, and now its swipe keyboard, which I've used, and they are horrible, don't use them. But all these innovations have been on Androids for years. Like we've had the swipe keyboard since, Androids were around. 
I had an old Sony Xperia way back in the day. That was waterproof up to a meter. I jumped in the bloody Murray River with that thing. <laughs> and she worked fine. It's like all these things that apps are bringing out. They've been done five, six, seven, eight, even ten years earlier on Android devices. But people still think it's worth spending another thousand plus dollars to upgrade. Now I know this may sound like I'm trying to convert you from Apple to Android, and I am, but it's only because I care. I don't want you to continue paying an ever-increasing rent on a house you can only modify with select expensive Apple products. When you can own your own Android house way out in the valley, and it's all nice, you've got dogs running around, you've got kids laughing, it's great. And you can modify this house as you please. And it's generally a lot cheaper. And just to top it all off, you can expand your storage capacity. In the sake of the analogy, you can increase your land area. Just like that. You can just say, I don't want 32 gigs anymore. I don't want 64 gigs anymore. I want 64 plus an extra 64 plus an extra 128. You can just do that, just just get it done. It's it's that simple. You can drag and drop people or items into your house instead of having to go through the Apple check, which is iTunes. So to cover off everything, my review of Apple is it's above Windows Phone, but it's below a Granny Smith Apple. Indicators. They're in your car, they're by the steering wheel, you use it to tell other drivers that you're intending to turn. It's not that hard. But apparently, 90% of the population don't know how to properly use an indicator. And it's just been exaggerated indicators they're in every car they're generally by the steering wheel and you use them to let other drivers know that you're about to turn why do people have so much trouble in understanding the function and the use of an indicator it's it's basic driving like you have to do it in your driving test how do you forget straight away I just don't understand it. Now I've always been annoyed by the issue of people not indicating, or even worse, not indicating properly. But I've really noticed it more since I've moved to Queensland. The rules around indicating here are extremely unclear. It appears that if you're changing lanes or making a turn, you don't have to indicate you can if you want but you don't have to and if you're going straight through a roundabout you indicate but if you're turning on that roundabout you don't indicate it's like what what is the standard for indicating here i'm just so confused 
So I thought to sort of help fix this problem of indicating, I would run through a very basic step on how to properly indicate. And this is this is very basic. All you gotta do is follow these very simple steps and you'll be an indicating PhD. Alright, first step to indicating is that as you approach the intersection, indicate like before, don't indicate right when you're about to turn, indicate before you're going to turn, like a little while before and do it before you put the brakes and don't break and then indicate because if you start indicating first, I know you're going to turn and I can prepare myself that you're about to slow down. So indicator on, break, and then as you come into the section, you can then make the turn when you're safe, and then once you get around the turn, turn off your indicator if it hasn't automatically done so already. It's that simple. Just, you know where you're gonna turn, you're coming up to it, you go, I'm gonna indicate, I'm gonna go on the brakes if I need to, I'm gonna make my turn, and then indicator off. That simple. That's all you gotta do. If you're changing lanes, just put your indicator on for a couple of seconds, let people know you're trying to change lanes, then if it's clear, move over, turn it off. That simple. Now the one that really got me annoyed is the roundabouts up here. There's lots of roundabouts and people just either don't know how to properly indicate roundabout or there's a different set of rules up here that I'm not aware of. But this is how I think you should indicate when going through a roundabout. Now firstly, if you're going straight through the roundabout, you're not turning at all, just don't indicate. If you're not indicating, I know you're going straight. If you're going straight and you indicate left or right, I'm going to think you're going left or right. I'm not going to think you're going straight. So if you indicate right and then as you come round, you indicate left and go out. It's like, what's the point? Just don't indicate at all, then I know you're going straight. <laughs> if you're going left, indicate left, go left. If you're going right, indicate right until until you're coming round, and then when you're about to go off the roundabout, indicate left out of the roundabout. It's, it's just so easy. Just come on, people, start getting it together. That's why I'm on the topic of driving in Queensland. If there's any Queenslanders out there, can you just clarify me that speed limits are limits or are they just guidelines? Cause it seems like there are more guidelines around here than speed limits. So just work on your speed limits and your indicating and everyone will be happier. Now one final thought in indicating, don't be that guy who indicates when he's already halfway around the corner or halfway into the lane. It's like, I already know you're coming across, you're bloody halfway into my car, you don't need to tell me you're coming across. I've already slammed on my brakes to allow you in. You inconsiderate bastard. My final thought on people who don't know how to indicate. You're above people who drive 10 k's below the speed limit in the right hand lane, but below people who pulled on makeup while driving. And to those people, just get up earlier. Come on. And now for the slang term of the week.
Chumple, a slang term often used by skiers and snowboarders. A chumple refers to a person in a group who usually has little or no skill. Ted was the chumple of the group and often watched as the others performed tricks. And now for the obligatory top 10. This week's top 10 is the top 10 songs randomly picked off my phone. Number 10, Nugget and a Biscuit by Tabuscus. Chicken nugget biscuit nugget in a biscuit nugget biscuit nugget in a biscuit nugget biscuit nugget in a biscuit Give it all in mashed potatoes nugget biscuit nugget in a biscuit nugget biscuit nugget in a biscuit nugget biscuit nugget in a biscuit Give it all in mashed potatoes Give it all in mashed potatoes Number 9 The Peanut Butter Song The Marathons Number eight. If your dad doesn't have a beard, you have got two mums. The beards. Cause if your dad doesn't have a beard, you've got two mums. Two beardless mums. If your dad doesn't have a beard, Number seven, why don't you all get the Skyhooks? Number six, let go, Scourge. So many words I meant to say that never came out. You're on your knees, you're begging me, please just tell me you won't give up. I'm sorry the words I said when I was you But I won't take them back, my faith in you's crack like these words be said in Number five, I'm so seen, admits the grave's demons. Number four, Bears, the Royal Guardsmen.